Welcome to the Living on Purpose podcast. I am your host, Maudie Wollner, a multiple business owner, life coach, busy mom of three, and curious student of life. This podcast is a place for inspired women to gather. Each week, I will share personal stories, quick inspo, strategies that you can implement right away, and engage in real conversations with badass women who have made the conscious decision to live a life on purpose one that they have intentionally designed and that they now demand. No more allowing our lives to be defined by everyone else. No more putting ourselves on the back burner. No more living in a state of default and never going after our goals or our dreams. We are gonna live our best lives on our terms. Living on purpose is our goal and we're gonna get after it starting right now. All right, so this is part of the show that I get to give a shout out to you. My sincere thank you for rating and reviewing the show, My Labor of Love. These ratings and reviews seriously mean the world to me. This comment comes from S.H.C. Smith. We're going to call her Smith. She says, I listened to the third episode while I was working out and loved it. It is on real life situations and financial info to help you get on track if you're off, loved both Maudie and Emmy. You are right, Smith. Emmy does rock, and I accept your compliment as well. So thank you. And I would love to hear what you think of the show. Please leave a review, and I would love to give you a shout-out on a future episode. Welcome back to the Living on Purpose podcast. I'm so happy to be back. So happy that you're listening. You are tuning in to episode 39. And today we're talking about what if questions. I was recently sitting out on my new doc that I will fill you all in about. And this question and thought and blog post popped into my mind and I quickly wrote it out. And it was all about what if questions and how I think that they're so freaking brave, you know. And I think right now in this time of quarantine and COVID and crazy, upside down, bizarro world that I feel we're living in? What if questions are surfacing more and more? I'm finding that as I'm talking to clients and I'm talking to friends and as my family is sitting around the dinner table, as Tom and I are having conversations out at a bonfire, these questions of like, what if things were different have been surfacing more and more. And as I was really thinking about it, it dawned on me that what if questions are freaking brave? Like, what if questions are where dreams start? And that's how realized dreams begin, is by asking ourselves, like, what if I went after X, Y, and Z? And some of the what if questions that really came to the surface for me through recent conversations were things like, you know, what if I left this job that I've hated forever? Or what if after I left that job, I stayed home with the kids and we did homeschool here on out. And if that's where you're going, God bless you, because we are struggle bussing the homeschool right now. Um, Another question for that current stay-at-home mama is, what if I left the kids home with someone else and I went back to work? I've heard, what if we moved? Like, do we really want to live here? What if I wrote that book? What if I went back to school? Hello? What if 
we rented a lake house for a month story coming at you later. What if I started and then you fill in your dream? Like I said, I think all realized dreams start with this what if question. And I think that they're beyond brave, beyond brave, because it's it's really questioning reality. It's questioning where you are. It's questioning the trajectory of the life that you've been going after or living. And, you know, what's what's not brave is living life up to everyone else's standards, you know, just like going with the flow. And I call that living life on default as opposed to life on purpose. What's not brave is, you know, living your life based on society's definition of success and money and things and X, Y, and Zs. And it's not brave to never ask yourself these what if questions, you know, never really getting curious to what you want out of your life, never getting curious if this is what you like, never really, you know, questioning where you're at. That's not brave. The brave thing to do is to challenge it. Like, what if things were different? What if we did this? What if things didn't change? And maybe that's the beautiful life that you've already created for yourself. I'm kind of there right now in this moment. Like, what if things didn't change? I'm like, yeah, I could probably live live like this for a little while. And that's just today. But today I want to talk to you a little bit about times in my life where I have asked myself the, the what if questions and really challenged where I was at. And, um, and then challenge you to start asking some what if questions of your own, really getting curious. As I mentioned, we are living out on a beautiful lake right now. And I have to tell you how we got here. In January, we started a total renovation of our downstairs, which is like our living room, our dining room, which we eliminated because we don't need a dining room, the TV room kitchen and we are ripping up floors and we're taking out walls and we're redoing all the cabinets and it is freaking exciting. So right, you know that stage of like a remodel or even like um when you rearrange uh, the living room or a room and you get everything out of the room and it's like a blank slate. It's a blank space. So we got there. It was so exciting. The floors were ripped up. Walls were ripped down. There was no drywall. We had no island. Um, we had no cabinets. We got to this really pivotal, exciting time and bam, COVID-19 hits and construction comes to a screeching halt and we are left with chaos. <laughs> so, you know, we make do with what we had. We had like a microwave on the floor. We had three different folding tables that were acting as my island and our dining room table and it was it was chaos we did the best that we could we made do with what we were dealt and we knew that this was like nothing compared to what some people are going through we're so so freaking blessed and it was still a challenge it was still annoying and so we live like that, you know, seven weeks of quarantine so far here in Washington, and construction has just been lifted to start residential construction again. So the Thursday before residential construction got started again, Tom and I were sitting around a bonfire, and we were talking about getting this project going again. And 
I am extremely conservative when it comes to um, the social distancing and quarantining and all those things. And so I said, you know, it's great that residential construction is going again, but I'm really not comfortable letting anybody that I don't know into my house at all. And so really, it put us in this really shitty position of we're not going to be able to move forward because I'm not letting anybody into my house because COVID. So we're sitting around having a couple drinks and we're what ifing all over our whole situation, our whole life. And I said, you know, there's no way that construction can happen if I'm living here. And Tom and I cannot decide. We both want to take credit for this. One of us, whoever's the most brilliant one that night, said, what if we move? And we got quiet for a minute and we thought, oh, my God. What if we moved? What if we moved out for a month? Could we do it? So we text our, um, the foreman or the contractor and we said, okay, here's the deal. If we moved out, could you get the kitchen livable, mostly done, our downstairs mostly done in four weeks? He said, yes, absolutely. Get your asses out of the house by Monday. Drywallers are coming in. Again, it's Thursday. So Tom and I hop on the VRBO situation and we start asking like, what if we move to SoCal for a month? Well, that sounds like a shitty idea because beaches are closed. What if we move to Oregon Coast? X, Y, and Z. Again, beaches are closed. So we're just like, what if, where can we go? Where can we go? And we land on a perfect, beautiful lake house about 15 miles away from our current house. And we asked the owners, you know, is there a long-term lease discount we can get? And they said, yes, absolutely. And we moved in on Monday. And right now I am looking outside at the dock where Tom's out there fishing and we've got the kayaks and we've got the paddle boards. And because of this what if question, we really have A, gotten our renovation going again and B, created this little mini vacation that I know will probably be the only vacation that we will experience anytime soon. And so we're really living living our dream life out here right now, kind of um, pretending this is where we're at and soaking it up and it's been sunny and we're so thankful. And it all started with the what if question. And had we not been brave enough to like explore it, right? Like, oh, we're stuck here and, and not just like boohoo ourselves, um, really said, what if we looked at this from a different angle? What if, okay, what if we did get out of the house? What if X, Y, and Z, and you know the end of the story, but the lesson here is, especially when you're stuck, start asking yourself these questions, especially when you feel trapped or you have no choices or your freedoms have been taken away from you or you are paralyzed, immobile, spinning your wheels. When you start to feel trapped, start a conversation. Even if it's just with yourself, sis, start a a conversation with what if. That is my challenge to you because had we not had that conversation, we would not be here. And I know I would be down in the dumps in my house with no floors and no walls and no kitchen. So that what a question was a huge success for us. So two more stories that have come to mind as I was writing this blog post and as I was thinking about this podcast is, um, as you know, I 
started State Farm in 2008. And actually, I just on May 1st had my 12-year anniversary, which is absolutely crazy and amazing. And I'm so thankful. And it's been a journey. It's been a struggle at times. And about six years into owning my own business, I had made it. I had been doing all the sales and my name was at top of all the charts. And I was um, now earning a certain amount of income that had always been the goal. And we were living in our quote unquote dream house. And I still didn't really like feel fulfilled, right? I don't, I, I knew business ownership was in my future and part of my destiny, but I didn't feel like this was it, right? I hadn't landed on it. And I started asking myself like, what if this isn't it for me? What if mm, I was meant for something else? And this, this decision didn't happen overnight. It happened with, the help of my coach and my husband and my therapist. But I started asking myself the questions like, what if I did something else, right? And through asking those questions, I was able to come to the conclusion that the thing that I loved about business ownership was employees. And the thing that I loved about having a team was coaching them. And it dawned on me that I needed to be doing some more coaching, that I was craving more coaching in my life. And that's where my coaching practice was launched. And because of all of these what if questions, I was able to look at it as a both and uh, answer to the question as opposed to an either or. So it wasn't either State Farm or coaching. It became what if State Farm and coaching? Oh my gosh, yes. What if I did both. And had I not challenged myself, had I not started asking those hard questions of like, is this it? What if there's something else? I would have never been here, right? I would never have this podcast. I would never have a thriving coaching practice. I would never be doing the things that honestly fill me up. Um, And I'm so relieved that I had a coach, have a coach, and have a therapist and have a husband who help create the space for me to ask those super hard, super scary questions. So for you, what if, not either or, what if there's an and both for you? What if you're looking at your life where we've been in quarantine for a while? What if you said, you started thinking along the lines of what am I going to allow to continue post-quarantine and what am I going to discontinue? What are some of the things I'm going to change? And start asking yourself some scary what-if questions. Maybe even grab a journal. Maybe even call a trusted friend and say, hey, sis, like I'm not going to do anything right away, but can I use you as my sounding board to just like bounce this dream off of? See what happens. I dare you. Then the last example um, is kind of a big one for the family. And it's not going to seem like a big one, but it really, it really is. 
few months ago, so we're a big soccer family, as you may or may not know. We spend hours and hours and hours and hours in the car to and from soccer practice and to and from soccer games, and we spend thousands of dollars on this. It is quite the investment of time and money and emotional capacity. Soccer is part of our life, and my daughter is a super stud soccer star, and she has big soccer goals, and my son is nine. And he saw his sister, his super stud soccer sister, rocking it on the soccer pitch. And he's like, I can do that too. And so we got him into the select team. And um, and he made it. He made one of the teams. And we were super stoked. And he was excited. And he, and he did it for a year. He made some massive progress. And then he did it for another year. And about a month before the season, which I say season, but it's, it's year round. So don't, don't get it twisted. But a month before this particular season was ending, he was he was kind of getting fed up. He was getting tired of it. And we just chalked it up to 11 months of soccer and he just needed a break. But he was really talking about quitting. He really was. And Tom and I just kind of would look at each other and go, yeah, right. You know, we are invested in this. There's no quitting. And then COVID hit. And, you know, as you know, there is nothing. There is no school. There is no sports. There is no restaurant. There is no opportunity for him to get together with the team. So you would think that he would be missing it. You would think that my nine-year-old would be craving another soccer game like my daughter is. But the actual, actually the complete opposite has happened for him. And um, tryouts were supposed to be going on right now. And the, and the league just said, uh, we're just going to keep the same teams, no tryouts. And Xave said, you guys, I, wa- I want to quit. And we, and we thought about it and we talked about it. And Tom and I said, well, what if? What if we, we let him quit? And it became apparent that we should, I mean, I hate saying should, but I wish we would have allowed ourselves to say this what if and have this real deep conversation with him earlier because he really wasn't happy playing. It, soccer had become a job to him. It was no longer fun. And he is nine and nothing in a nine-year-old's life should feel like a job and not fun. That's, you know, once it gets to be uh, that, a chore, no, we need to call it quits. And so when coach called, Xavier told him he wasn't going to be playing anymore. And I had tears in my eyes. I have tears in my eyes and I am a little choked up right now because it's, you know, it's part of our life. And I'm so proud of us for asking ourselves like, well, what if he did quit? And, And does that make him a quitter? And no. It doesn't. It makes him brave because he's able to ask himself these questions and then make the decision based on what's good for him. So as always, I'm learning my millionth life lesson from my kids and I continue to share them with you. So today I challenge you to like, what if the shit out of your life right now? Like journal it out, as I mentioned, talk to a friend, book a coaching session with me. Let's just what if everything and see what happens. doesn't mean we have to change anything. It might mean that we're going to ask ourselves the questions and just fall more in love with the life we've already created. And I think that's absolutely beautiful. It might mean that we turn our life completely upside down, or it might mean that we make little incremental shifts, little what if shifts that just kind of course correct to get us back on path. And that's my hope for you today. So I am with you. I am thinking of you. I am um, wishing the best for you and your family. Uh, Until next time, 
Thank you for tuning in and always keep living on purpose. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Living on Purpose podcast. It has been a blast hanging out with you. If you love this week's episode, please hit that subscribe button. That way you won't miss any future goodness we throw your way. Craving community and connection with like-minded badass women? Feel free to join us in the Living on Purpose Facebook group. And of course, the best gift that you could possibly give is an honest review on iTunes. All right, that's it. Until next time, always keep living on purpose.